I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. This is Michelle coming at you with this week's mini sode, and just kind of going to freeform this one this week. And it is in relation to a very nice comment from somebody that I received in the DMs on Instagram um, last week, maybe. And it was from a fellow educator and they essentially just said, I don't know how you do it all. Like as a fellow educator, I don't know how you do it all. And it's really had me thinking because I apparently must be giving off the impression that I do it all. And um, I will reassure you all right here and right now that I do not do it all. (laughs) And um, it's taken me a long time to get to a point where I've gotten better at not trying to do it all. And of course I have moments when I'm like, Oh, I wish I spent more time in the sewing room. Oh, I wish I had more time for X, Y, and Z. And that's all fine. And that's normal to feel like that. Um, but I think on social media and with the internet in general, anybody who's putting content out into the universe on social media, whether you're a business owner or you're just doing it for fun, if you're an artist, if you're a creative, right. Um, we're putting this, we're just putting what we want people to see out into the universe, um, what we think will be helpful or like little tidbits about our lives. But what we're not necessarily showing, and even if we do show it, it's not with a ton of consistency or regularity for most people, is the things that are making, that are put on the side or a way to make space for the things that we are actively doing, right? And that's going to look different for everybody. So there's that, you know, that meme, excuse me, that was, um, you know, popular, might still be popular. I don't know. Like it was like a Pinterest thing. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. Look at, we have the same 24 hours as Beyonce, right? And like love Beyonce, but uh, we do not have the same tasks and responsibilities that Beyonce has, right? Um, Some people have a full-time job. Some people have two full-time jobs. Some people have kids. Sometimes those kids are in high school and more independent. Some folks have infants with special needs, right? Um, Or unique needs. And 
all of these things, the, how long your commute to work is, um, all of these things take up our time and take up our time in different ways. And oftentimes how our time is spent is also directly proportionate to various privileges that we carry. Um, so some folks might have five children, but they might have a nanny or two for those five children, right? And that's going to be different. Their time is going to be differently spent than somebody who has two children. So even, right? So it's not like a, this and that super equal um well, I have this, well, I have this and I can do this, right? Um, anything that we are able to spend time on, we have then also equally put something else on the back burner. We are not doing something during that hour. So if we are working out for an hour, there is something else during that hour that we're not doing. So that's going to look different for everybody. So this is why when people are like, just go for your 30 minute walk. First of all, not everybody has access to a safe space to just go for a walk. And some people may not actually have 30 minutes to go for a walk, depending on what other things are taking priority in their lives. And I'm not saying that going for that person doesn't think walking is important. But if you have to work three full-time jobs or three jobs in order to support your family and keep a roof over your head, that's going to be, you know, fall into the pecking order of the must-dos today in a different way. So for instance, during the shutdown, when I was working and teaching from home, it was a priority for me to go for a 30 to 60 minute walk every day. In the summertime, when I'm home, it is a priority for me to go for a 30 to 60 minute walk every day, most days, because I'm not moving as much when I'm home or when I'm sitting in the front of the computer. That's not the same as being in the classroom and being at work all day. So right now in back to school season, it's very, very busy. I am now with commuting and being at work. That's 40 hours of my week that is spent being an educator and commuting to that job and then commuting home. Traffic is back. And to be honest, in my job, it's very easy for me to get 10,000 steps a day. And I know I just did an episode about the importance of 10,000 steps. Um, I am getting a lot of that non-exercise activity during my day. I am constantly moving. So a 30-minute daily walk for me is not as important in when I'm trying to prioritize and be strategic about what I'm doing with my day and my time, would I love to also like go for an extra 30, like go for a 30 minute walk every day? Yeah. But to be honest, it doesn't always happen 
because I have other things that I need to do. And I know that I have gotten a lot of that, you know, movement throughout my day already. Another example is um, I am strategic with my time by trying to chunk as many like like my days out based on like the tasks that I'm going to be doing. So for example, when Marissa and I have um, guests on the podcast, those interviews are scheduled on Sunday mornings or Tuesday nights. That's our chunked time explicitly for that task. Um, and typically when I schedule, when I am recording my mini-sodes, it's typically on a Sunday morning. However, I had to shift that because it was my niece's birthday and I needed time. I made space for that. That was the priority. And recording the podcast got shifted to another day. So one of the things that I find very helpful, and hopefully this will also be helpful for you, um, in addition to just recognizing that it's okay to not have, to not be able to do it all. Again, whatever you are making space for, you're making space by moving something else out of the way, right? So I, when I, so today I, um, so because I shifted the podcast recording to make space for my niece's birthday and I wanted to do that. Right. And I, you know, it was a priority. I did that. And then that meant that my workout today was shorter so that I could make time to record and schedule this podcast. And what I, so I always try to look at my week overall, what are the appointments that I have, whether I have, um, one-on-one clients, if I have small group, if I have medical appointments, if I, you know, have, um, beauty appointments, I guess like my eyebrow waxing appointment on Friday. Right. (laughs) And I look at all of those things and then I have my list of all of the things that I need to get done during the week and that I want to get done during the week. And then I put them in different days and knowing that sometimes some of those things are going to get shuffled around based on other things that come up and also underestimating the amount of time it's going to accomplish certain tasks that happens sometimes, right? Like sometimes we put a million things on our to-do list thinking they're each going to be like very small, simple things, and they might take longer than we had anticipated, which means other things on that to-do list are not going to get done. And when we say we all have the same 24 hours in the day, well, sure, but if a task that I thought was going to take an hour now takes two hours, but I'm still going to do this other task that is going to take an hour plus another task, eventually that's going to push something off of the list that's going to be accomplished, whether it be sleep, whether it be dinner with our family, whether it be our workout, right? 
something has to give in order to make room for the other things. So when we are making those to-do lists, really trying to be honest, as honest as possible with the amount of time it's going to take to accomplish a task, the amount of time that we do have, and also then balancing it out and understanding that some seasons of our lives, different things are going to take a priority. Sometimes we're going to be working a little bit harder at our job, which might mean less time to prep dinner. So maybe we then make more microwaved meals or quick, or we'd use a meal prep service, right? So understanding that the majority of people are not going to be able to do it all, even the folks who look like they are doing it all. And what I said to this very kind person who messaged me was that I am, I'm very strategic with my to-do lists and I'm very strategic with my schedule because I have to be, because I have to be, because there's lots of things that I have to do. And there's also lots of things that I want to do. And oftentimes there is a very big overlap between the things that I have to do and the things that I want to do. I have to record this mini-sode. However, I want to record this mini-sode, right? I have to program and check in on my clients, but I want to do that because it also brings me joy. So also remembering, trying, and I know not everything on my to-do, like cleaning my toilets is not like, Something that I'm like, yeah, psyched to clean my toilets, but I know at the end of it, it's going to be worth it, right? Nice clean bathroom, washing my sheets. I don't know how many better feelings there are than fresh, clean sheets with freshly shaved legs. I'm just going to say that it is a truly delicious feeling. And if you're somebody who does not shave your legs and has never experienced that, um, It might be something that you might want to try out just once because it really is. It makes for a really great night's sleep for me anyways. Um, So being strategic, but also being really honest with the things that I can accomplish and being honest with myself um, and being honest with myself that if I want to spend extra time on a blog, that's going to take time from that might be one or two less Instagram posts I make that week. Right. And that's just the way that is because I literally can't do it all. And it might be, um, okay, I'm going to do, um, some extra work tonight but then that might mean that I get a little less sleep that night and knowing that that means I'm probably going to be more sluggish and blah tomorrow, right? Um, yes, I want to go for that 30 to 60 minute daily walk each day, but right now, 
as busy as I am and knowing that I actually get that movement during the day, I'm going to take that 30 minutes and try to get some high intensity interval training in, play around with the kettlebells, do my heavy, longer workouts, um, read a book, spend time in the sewing room. I'm going to use that right now. That 30 minutes is going to be spent doing something different. Maybe that 30 minutes is spent laying on the couch, staring at the ceiling fan, because sometimes that's what I need, to be honest, especially um, with how busy this school year is. So if you are feeling like, geez, some people just like they go to work and they still get their workout in and they're, they are eating so quote unquote well. Just know that that person who you are watching doing that, that's what they're choosing to show you, right? And also know that for them to accomplish those things, there's other things that they likely want to also get done that are that they're making space for um, with that. And it can be so helpful to, and if we're going to bring this into like fitness and nutrition in the seasons of your life that are more busy. So if you are an educator, this September is really freaking busy. I see you. I applaud you. That like mini fitness snacks throughout the week or two full body workouts one full body workout, daily walks, whatever you need to do for yourself in the season of life is going to be worthwhile, right? And this is why um, when I have folks who are new or are thinking about working with me in a one-on-one capacity and they're currently doing no exercise, um, or very minimal exercise. And now all of a sudden they want six 60 minute workouts. And I'm like, you know what? I hear you. We think that that's going to be better for us, but what's the best thing is the thing that you can actually stick to consistently over a long period of time. And to go from zero to six days a week might work for a week, but it's going to lose its shine real fast. And then we tend to not feel really great about ourselves when we aren't able to, you know, do what we said we wanted to do in that way. So literally as human beings living in this world, we cannot do it all. And what we need to do to, when we feel like we want to do it all and need to do it all is be strategic and honest with the length of the tasks and how much time we actually do have. And this is when it's also really important to kind of put our blinders on, like our horse blinders and try to not compare ourselves to other folks. It's fine and it's great to be inspired by other people, to feel motivated 
by what other people are doing, but to also be reflective and honest with ourselves about what that then looks like for us, for us. Um, so if you're in that situation and you are trying to do it all and perhaps feeling badly that you're not being quote unquote successful about that, please know that I see you and you are doing a great job. And sometimes all it takes is just having a conversation with somebody to help us get some structure to our week and help us kind of make those to-do lists about, you know, I guess like, what is that um, organization show with the spark joy woman? Right. And it can be really hard when you're looking at that dresser drawer full of all of these clothes and you're like, oh, but I, I wore this once five years ago. Oh, I might wear it again. But having that like kind of system and even having somebody, what is that woman's name? I'm sorry. I'll think of it as soon as I stop recording this. A, somebody to guide you through like being like a little bit more logical about some things. And that's not to say that working with our emotions is also not important, but just like most things in life, we need to have a balance. So going to wrap this up now. Um, and just wanted to put it out there that, yeah, I do work out consistently because that is a, that is something that makes me feel good across almost every other area of my life. So that is really important to me. I also have the privilege of having a gym in my garage. I walk from my house, I come outside, I have all the equipment I need right here. I don't have to go to a gym. I'm also a professional, so I can program for myself. That is not to say that I am always motivated or feel like doing what I've programmed for myself, but I've also de developed strategies to help me either complete the workout that I had planned or shift and pivot. And that's not something that everybody who is not a fitness coach is able to do. And that's okay. This is why having a coach or a studio or a gym that you enjoy going to, that you want to go to can be very, very helpful. Um, you know, and yes, I overall have I pretty much hit my protein goals every day. This is because I have the privilege of knowing, right? And also um, the practice, like I've made it super easy. I am not grilling 10 pounds of chicken breast on Sundays. I'm not doing that. I'm filling my protein goals in a variety of other ways, but I'm also eating almost the same thing every day. Cause that works for me. I know that doesn't work for everybody. So, and I don't want to say that the, like, these are a priority for me, but I have education and privilege around fitness and nutrition that then better enables me to accomplish those goals. 
Um, and I'm not perfect with it. I'm not perfect with it. I am not always posting every single time I have a shitty workout. I'm not posting when I have not my desired amount of protein during the day. Like I'm not necessarily showing you that. So, um, again, going to wrap this up here, but know that, um, I am not doing it all. There's lots of other things that I wish I had more time to do, but there are certain other things that are taking precedent right now. One of which is my full-time teaching job that takes that that's a big chunk of my life. Um, where could I take on more one-on-one clients? Could I do more small groups? Could I put out more content if I didn't have that full-time job? Sure. But I also really love being an educator and it's important to me to do that job. And it's also a regular steady paycheck with health benefits and a pension, right? So there's all these other factors that go into play with my life personally, and also for your life. So on that note, I hope this was helpful for you in some sort of way um, about kind of like managing expectations um, and potentially feeling overwhelmed about trying to do it all and be everything to everybody. Um, cause honestly, I don't know if there's actually any human who does it all. Um, maybe there's one person and they're like really, truly exceptional. Um, like I hate to say all or like live in like the all or nothing. Um, but that person's going to be really rare. Um, and I honestly don't think that you have to do it all in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. And I believe that perhaps this um, capitalistic social media driven world that has us believing that we're supposed to be doing it all, that's what leads to a lot of dissatisfaction in a lot of ways. And again, this comes from a place of privilege, right? But um, if we can find the joy in the things that we are doing and the things that we are able to do and the things that we do have access to, and that doesn't mean not striving to do other things or to learn new things or to have to work less, right? Especially if you're somebody who works multiple jobs. I mean, I work multiple jobs. Eventually I would like to not work as many jobs. Um, but I also have a business that I love and fills me up. And I also, you know, being an educator is part of who I am in a lot of ways. So, um, and that's not to say that it's all sparkles and rainbows all the time because it's not. So anyways, again, I'm really signing off this time. (laughs) Would love to hear from you. Um, and till next time signing off now. Bye-bye.
This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs, to respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the canceling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. The content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.